You got I, one for the money, two to get set, three to get ready, and four to go. All right, here's here's how it's going. So, <laughs> so uh, I was looking right a uh, little bit ago. I was looking at the the old the old feed here for for the talking place, and the last show was like in June, July, July, July. Yeah. So you know, it it was like wow and, and then i i looked at my account i was like do i even have a show anymore like is this that's that's where that's where it was for me and it turns out i do until uh i think january 29th maybe uh something mm-hmm. like that uh that's when the the lights go dark here and i think uh considering how how everything has been going with with this podcast and and the lack of content and you know everything the the struggle of trying to to get to you know get on the the mic and actually do something it's <clears throat> you're gonna point. double down and do twice as many yeah <laughs> oh, man. 12 whole episodes a year i wish yeah exactly that's how that's the freaking sad part i was looking at it and i saw my feed and i was like you know the first one back in november i think and here we are this is like what episode seven <laughs> yep this is this is i've been on four <laughs> yeah and you <laughs> you asshole i'm not <laughs> podcasting anymore i'm not gonna do it <laughs> and look at where we are so it's it's like i i don't want to like i really really want to keep it going i want to you know keep the lights on just you know like times like this just in case you know hey somebody wants to get on the show and you know do something real quick put something out and i'll be able to do it but you know it's like what a little bit more than a hundred dollars a year or something like that and it's i don't know i don't know if i want to commit to that again next year because it's kind of sad and daunting in a way like i have like a like a load on my shoulders like i have this thing that i need to be doing and it's bad enough my freaking blog is resting on my shoulders every day that i don't do nothing with it so i don't know this may this may very well be the last talking place podcast that's all i'm saying so and it sucks because i had a lot of plans i had people that i've contacted that i was like hey do a show with me we'll talk about this and it'll be all exciting and everybody's all happy and and did you follow up and yeah they were always ready to go and everything but it's just me and my like schedule my you know hectic trying to get everything 
situated all the time and the kids it's like you know the kids are very demanding with their time and schedules and it's like we it's very hard to find a, a groove you know especially now with the pandemic and and everything with the at home schooling and everything like that, that I love doing, how that is just an know. accepted answer for anything right now yeah, yeah like oh you know the pandemic the pandemic if it wasn't for the pandemic I'd blah, 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 <laughs> and just insert whatever you want everyone's like oh I know the <laughs> pandemic <laughs> yeah you know, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to to sit on my couch and talk on the internet for an hour every week. You know, <laughs> we're all forced inside our homes, and so I don't have any time to sit inside my home and talk. <laughs> if it wasn't for the pandemic that made me stay home, I'd be at home all the time talking. <laughs> you make it sound so bad. You make it sound so dumb. It's it's true though. It's true because I'm just yeah. I'm just your mirror. Yeah, you know, your right hand goes up, my right hand goes up, your left hand goes up. He starts saying, "I can't talk because I'm at home." Then I say, "I can't talk because I'm at home." It's it's look. Let me just plain and simple. It's not my fault. That's it. Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't. I always want to one, though. Well, I think you know what it's going to (laughs) be. Yeah, I got an idea. Just like big old English across the top of your stomach. (laughs) It's not my fault. And two two hands just like up in the air. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just like a shrug. Like, "Mm." Yeah, there you go. Shrug emoji, my favorite. Man, all right. So, so, uh, so yeah. Like I was saying, it's not my fault. That's it. Actually, uh, you could tattoo across all your knuckles, including the thumbs. Not my fault. N o t m y f a u l t. Ten letters. I'm just saying. Oh man. It's you'd have to throw in the thumbs though, so that'd be that'd be yeah, tough. It's kinda hard, you know. It'll have to be like uh jazz hands instead of a fist, <laughs> you know. <laughs> My uh spirit fingers, is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah, spirit fingers. Sure. <clears throat> sure, spirit fingers. <laughs> the spirit of Christmas fingers. <laughs> Christmas fingers actually sounds a lot dirtier than it needs to. You hear, you hear about Jenny? Oh, she got the old Christmas fingers from Bob. Oh, man. Oh, All right. That, that's that's going to need an antibiotic. That's that's venturing away from uh, from PG, PG-13 area. I, I didn't say anything. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Christmas fingers. PG-13 can include innuendo. Okay. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah, they're they're in all the all the animated movies now anyway. So yeah, it's surprising like f bombs, and then even so, I just finished up uh, Miles Morales, uh-huh. and out of nowhere there was a shit and a prick, and because I, I was playing with the kids in the room, it was like 
fairly normal and like they love miles morales they love mm-hmm. into the spider verse so like I, I put on the suit that does the spider verse animations oh, and the nice. kapow thing yep. super dope super fun and so they're enjoying like watching it and then just randomly in a cut scene they're just like oh shit like oh he's a real prick oh. <laughs> no 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 come <laughs> earmuffs earmuffs yeah i i would not have expected that either i mean i don't think i i really enjoyed and loved it was my game of the year the the spider-man from 2018 i don't remember any like you know bad language in there same like maybe an occasional hell yeah or maybe a damn like but like i do feel like shit and prick is a definite step up from there yeah (laughs) and you know it teach their own uh you know, Lily six going to be seven in two months. Mm-hmm. And she's still of the mind. We've told her that like stupid and dumb. Those are bad words. Yeah. So when she hears that, she's like, oh, like and her, <laughs> her little tiny mind is going to be blown when she hears the actual swear words. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're terrible parents in that regard. Cause there is, there is a whole lot of uh, of bad language going on in this house sometimes, so it's kind of contextualized. It's you know they're gonna hear it eventually. Yeah, and you know that's why we started playing the music that we listen to in the house that does mm-hmm. have swearing, so we can kind of contextualize it and say like, well, that's an artistic expression. It's not something for you to use, but if you opt. <laughs> to use those words yeah. uh, just know it needs to be in a specific context they're not just be bandied about yeah that's it's so so like every song that goes on if there's like a swear word uh the the kid will look at you and like you'll explain everything or is it just like you know let it play yeah. and and let it go <laughs> she likes uh like the billy eilish song bad guy because it oh. says duh and so she thinks she's being like real cheeky and getting away with something. Uh, I, I ah, look, I, I just got to call it out. Trip Mahjong. I was hoping he'd show up. Uh, I haven't seen him in so long. I know. And he's right here. Yeah. Well, good to see what, you, Mr. Strip. What is up, Strip? Yeah. But uh, this is this is a live show going on now, uh, just in case uh, that hasn't been mentioned. I mean, we're about, what, 15 minutes in and uh and and yeah, nobody's been here but Strip. So, also, uh, the chat. Where should chat chat yeah, go? The the shop box is fine if you want to chat. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, actually, uh, like, if people listening can actually chime in on stuff. I'm not sure if they have that permission or not. I don't know if Strip wants to try and talk <laughs> and see if he's heard. And uh, and go from there, but we'll we'll just go with it and and uh, and yeah, just chat in the shop box and whatever. I'd really like it if like Strip tried to talk and just came out in guttural tones, like he, he never knew how to talk before. Like my name is Strip. Like he's doing it. He's doing it. He's making the noise. Yes, strip. It's working. There he is. It's oh, like dude. we just came <laughs> so through like funny. a portal of some sort. What's going on, strip? <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> How about you guys? Good. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're living the a dream. week away from Christmas Eve today. <laughs> yeah. It is. True that. What's, uh, are you doing anything for the holiday strip? Yeah. What's on the agenda? What's going on? Absolutely nothing. Thanks to our old buddy COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably yeah. have an awkward Zoom call at some point. And that's about it. The well, good thing this... about the Zoom call is you can always just nope out of it and, and do the same thing like, get him, get him, <laughs> oh, the connection. Same thing and, we were uh, earlier. Like, Wi-Fi is crapping out. <laughs> just blame everything on the pandemic. It's like, um, I had diarrhea three times last week because of the <laughs> pandemic. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. The damn pandemic. It's so good to be able to blame everything on a connection and like no one just questions it. <laughs> get out of those long meetings. And they're like, oh, sorry, gonna have to reboot, get back to you. Actually, the funny thing is that's legitimately happened to me a couple of times. Because ever <laughs> since everyone started working at home, my internet at where I live has just been crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that that is a, a story everywhere. And it's like on top of that, uh, you got companies like implementing data caps now because of you know all the crap. Oh, really? Going on. <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. I heard that Ooh. on uh, on Bad Father Figures. Uh, they were talking about next year. Uh, one of them, I think Matt was going to be getting uh, data caps from from uh, what is the the big one? The big Cox. The uh, the big. <laughs> I'm not being dirty. That's an actual. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> oh man, you see that that, that there there's there's a PG thirteen again out the window. <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah, you no. can't invite me on your show and keep it clean. Sorry, <laughs> I have no self control. I think it was Mike who was talking about that, like how in the Northeast they were talking about. Having data caps. Yeah. I don't, in Chicago, it's on there already for Comcast. Cause I was, Comcast, uh, I just upgraded and they said it's like a terabyte or something. Yeah. Which is, uh, maybe that's what's happening to me then. That's who I have, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know we had uh, data caps in North Carolina with uh, Comcast. I think that's about right. And it was, it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, we, we were like, we were always told, oh, you have more than enough for any family to to do whatever you want to do within the month. And it's like every month we were <laughs> hitting the limit and, and, you know, it was a constant headache and I just, I couldn't stand it. And it's like, especially now with everything going on, I couldn't imagine a company like trying to, trying to, you know, get more in the pocket of everybody and putting dead <clears throat> caps on people who didn't have it before you know it just sucks yeah comcast has been bad too like during the day especially like around the nine o'clock hour when everyone's hopping on or is already on because i started eight but everyone else like most people who are working in nine to five are on by nine Mm. and like that's when like the meetings just slow down sometimes i'll have to go like without the video which is fine doesn't bother me at all uh but because i have um like 400 megs down mm. and so that should be more than enough mm. but just between like my wife will be on a meeting my kid has school and so we're all on meetings at the same time it just sucks up all the bandwidth and the wi-fi just drops so bad that's why i bought a hundred for foot 
Ethernet cable for the show tonight, so I can run it downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I, I he sent me the picture. It looks like he's uh, stealing internet from the neighbor. You just got a long ass cord. <laughs> That's nice. what I should have done. That's, that's plan B. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, uh, so strip. Uh, it's I don't know. You know, if you were planning on jumping on tonight or not, uh, I don't want to make this awkward for you. Like, if you had other stuff to do, you'd be like, you know, all right, Uh-oh. I gotta go. You know, wait, what so- kind of a, a event are you guys having here? <laughs> do do, uh, do you both have pants on right now? I can neither confirm nor deny. You guess the game we're playing. <laughs> do you have pants on right now? We technically know shorts. <laughs> I'm a total lounge mode, man. Uh, I've been rocking the flannel jammies. Yeah, all December. Isn't it freezing up there right now? And you're in shorts. Not inside. uh, Not inside. We we have heat. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we we have trash cans. We can burn. It's fine. (laughs) Oh no! Wait a minute. Weren't like the last time we heard about you? Weren't you in like Chase's basement or something like that? Like, wasn't that where you were? Somewhere in Canada. Oh, he's in the walls. Yeah, somewhere in the yeah. walls of <laughs> Chase's basement. At, at some point in every young man's life, you got to grow up and get out of Chase's walls. Yeah. Move out into the world on your own. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Oh, man. That, that's that's a callback to uh, Future Monkey's uh, voicemails. So that's, that's a little inside joke for the six of you that probably remember that. So uh, if you... Uh, if you know just letting you know whenever you want to jump out just go ahead and jump out don't feel bad about saying all right peace out it was fun whatever uh but just before you get that uh <laughs> that urge to go get sick of us <laughs> before <laughs> uh <laughs> since since you're here uh 2020 sucked like it was horrible all around for a lot of people everywhere uh what's mm-hmm. something you were thankful for for you know in 2020 like what's something that happened to you or something just in general that you're happy for to you know to bring some some good closure to the year ah uh, well for me i mean to be entirely selfish things for me went quite well with my job uh a big part of the reason I'm not around here so much anymore is because I spend most of my time with my nose in books. I'm going back to college at night and uh, um, I've been working towards becoming a research assistant mm-hmm. in uh, plant sciences, uh, which is something I didn't get into until much later in life. So I'm kind of playing a lot of catch up with my schooling. But uh, things have been going quite well for that. So I've been doing some experiments at work that. Others have not been successful with that. I have been, and it's been uh, good for the old career. That's well, awesome. Now, awesome. Do you still have to go in occasionally? Yeah, since we work with plants, we are technically considered essential because the plants don't care that there's a pandemic going on, <laughs> and you got to keep them alive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're we're working a staggered schedule that pretty much changes like every three days. It's been very exciting in that regard but yeah i mean for me personally that that has been going quite well yeah i don't know if that's the warm-hearted thing you were hoping for or not but (laughs) no that that is that works for me awesome 
<laughs> that's I I love to hear that you're you're doing good for you know for yourself and you're going back to school and everything. I know I know that was uh, a few months back. It feels I guess it was you know every time is a blur right now basically. So oh yeah, <laughs> uh, you know I know a while ago you were talking about you know getting the the school thing back going for you and and doing that knocking that out and you know it's you know hard to keep up with everybody and you know mm. it's like you you go through the list of people and you're like wait you know where has this guy been or this guy is not here you know so it's it's like mm. one of those things you don't remember until you you think about it so so uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a bizarre thing of like going through this in that like every day is the same except we always decorate for all the holidays so it's just a different backdrop like every day is like work work but like now there's a christmas tree there, there's no like mile markers of, of oh we always go to my folks house for christmas and when, like we go to my in-laws for christmas eve because my in-laws are right down the street but we still haven't seen them since march like they'll come oh, by man. and wave through the window but we're still not like inviting them into our home or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So if you watched your life and fast forward for the, for Elf 2020, it would just be you kind of standing in one place looking mildly depressed yeah. while the, the decorations behind you changed. It would make for an awesome nineties music video. That's, that's what went in my head right now. I was just thinking the verb pipe or something. <laughs> oh man. All right. So, so it's uh yeah 2020 has been it's been something else it's like if you were to uh to go back in time and tell somebody from like even like a year ago like if you were explaining to them hey 2020 this is all gonna happen nobody would fucking believe you nobody would even like dare to to think that something would be remotely possible you know, compared to what has been happening this year. And it's, you know, we're, we're coming out of it now and, you know, the new year is around the corner and it's like one of those things where, you know, everybody is just hoping, all right, 2020 is going to be gone and we're going to start new. We're going to start fresh, but it's like, you know, the, the, the Thor meme, like, is it really though? Like, will it be good? (laughs) Will it be better? (laughs) So, yeah, I think there's going to be a little bit of overflow for at least the first half of the year, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's very much what it seems like. It Also, interesting thought experiment that I thought of the other day is what would have happened if this would have gone down in like the early 2000s, late 90s, where most major companies were still internet-based for the resources and the work, but still required it. Like, you know, the 1918 Spanish flu it was largely, you know, you work with your hands, you do, you know, manual work. But late 90s, early 2000s, with the advent of the internet, they were still like internet based servers and work they needed to get done. What would have happened in that case? I think everyone still just would have had to gone into work and just gotten it. You know, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that could have happened because it would have crippled the economy then. Yeah. It- yeah, there's no other option really at that point. So it, that's kind of the, in the small blessings category is that, well, remote work can work for a, a good portion of society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's uh it's one of those things like when when the pandemic started and the quarantine was in full effect and everybody was like trying to get used to this crazy new life that we all had to live and everything and and it's like the world was upside down. Everything was was different, nothing was, you know, normal we could have came out of it so different. We could have came out of it so much better. I feel like, like I've been saying it since like the beginning of the, the pandemic, like the beginning of the quarantine, like this is, you know, terrible and it's a pain in the ass and you know, nobody, nobody's used to it. But if we all like collectively, you know, took a step back and saw the way things were, and saw how things were working and how, how things like were like, you know, how they were, uh, you know, looking at the positive light of it. Like we could have came out of the quarantine a lot better off for everybody. But like, I feel like everybody was just so hell bent on getting back to the normal that it was before. Like they didn't care about any, you know, positives to come from it. Like, like, you know, the way I saw it is so many more people like could have been working remotely and it would have been fine. Like it would have been no hurt to no companies to, to, you know, the companies that it wouldn't have hurt. Like, you know, the people that started going out of the office and working from home, you know, it would have been different, but it would have worked. You know, it would have been less cars on the road, less pollution, you know, more, more uh more green for the environment uh we could have you know done we could have done a whole lot better with uh with remote learning that's for sure because that's still a freaking headache but there's there's so many positives that could have been learned from from you know everything that happened but i feel like we just <laughs> closed our eyes or like just Bring us to the door so we can get out of 2020 and get out of the pandemic. Well, just just imagine it this way. Imagine if the at the end of a jail sentence, the judge said, you should go to jail. <laughs> Not that you have to go to the jail, but you probably <laughs> should. No one's going to do that. It's, yeah. it's like, no, I want to go live my life. I mean, mm-hmm. I have my freedom. And that's exactly what happened. If, if it's not saying you have to do this or there's consequences, you know, it, the construct of understanding your health is a difficult concept for a lot of people to wrap their heads around, especially given this specific disease had it been Ebola. And it's, if you get this, you're probably going to die. Yeah. (laughs) But this it's so varied of, you could be totally fine. You, you might also not even know you have it or you could die. Mm -hmm. There's a chance. Then I understand why some people don't take it seriously because of that big array and the hubris of man saying, I'll be fine. I, I, not me, not Beardy. Beardy's invincible. <laughs> oh, I heard that too many times. <laughs> Beardy's invincible. Uh, specifically that Beardy is invincible. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean in general with this, you know, all the all the people thinking that they're immune to everything. No, now in my head canon, you've been trying to kill Beardy for years and <laughs> someone just keeps telling you, No, you can't, he's invincible. You don't understand his power. 
gonna change my name to Beardy McKylander. <laughs> Go for the head. Yeah, the the times during the fall where he disappears from the Discord, he's really recharging himself with the sun in space. <laughs> that makes a little too much sense. Yeah. Either that or it's my job's busy season. And maybe my job is being a Highlander. Yeah, there you go. See? It's not the head. You have to cut off the beard. <laughs> oh, man. This is actually the shortest my beard's been in, like, the last several winters. Because <laughs> I've had to, like, buzz my head because I can't go to a damn barber. So I. it looks weird to have, like, a buzzed head and a big old beard. Unless you're bald, then you can pull it off. But I don't think I can pull off being bald. I don't know. I feel like I could. And when I get a haircut, I'm like damn near close to it. <laughs> so it's it's pretty much, uh, you know, one day it's just all going to come off. And and yeah, that's just going to be it. Because I, I don't want to be one of those people that are trying to hold on to the to the little bit of hairline that they have left. Like I can't can't do it. Like it's just going to all come off in one shot. My buddy used to have the most rockin' comb over. And I'm not saying that like, oh, it was obvious. It was awesome because it wasn't obvious. He pulled, uh, oh, what? Damn it. What is his name? Trains, planes, automobiles. Steve Martin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Steve Martin famously wears a toupee, but he wears a toupee with a receding hairline. So you never question it because you think, oh, yes, he's balding. When in fact, he is bald. Mm. Diabolical. That's what this had. It was basically he had a patch of hair up front and then like nothing in the back and then hair or nothing in the middle, then hair in the back. So you'd take the hair from the back and push it forward. So it looks like he was balding until one day we're at work like on a weekend, the weekend, you know, wear baseball caps, do whatever. And he takes off the baseball cap and it was like the scene from Tommy Boy where Richard's <laughs> hair just David Spade just goes like straight up yeah. and he saw me looking and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally bald. And so eventually that one last strip of hair gave way and he had to give it up and just go, you know, full buzzed head. But it was an effective illusion. <laughs> it's one of those things like you probably couldn't look him in the eye anymore. Like it was like you saw him naked <laughs> in the bathroom. He he said it was like the biggest pain ever because like, we, you know, if there's a fire drill or something outside, he'd have to go out there like holding his hair the whole time uh. and worked out for him in the end because yeah. you cut his head off that's right and now I have his power <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so I think we lost trip maybe I'm still here there he goes this is why I don't have a podcast <clears throat> I'm not very good at carrying on conversations <laughs> well we didn't want to carry it on without you and then you'd be like coming back like you felt left out. So <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So Beardy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think we, we, we touched a few, a few things here. We, we, uh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> guess who has pants now? <laughs> The game changes every 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, we we talked Christmas. We talked uh, 2020. 
Uh, I think you you mentioned Miles. You beat Miles. I still got to freaking buy it. I haven't bought it yet. I have the I have the money sitting in my account, and, and you have a PS Five, and I have a PS Five. And like, what what's the hang up? What, the, why not? It's all right. I'm I'm here. I'm like this long, right? Because it's been a little bit more than a month now that it's been out, and. I have other games that I'm playing. Like I'm playing Valhalla right now and it's like crazy. It's got me crazy, like hyped for it. Like I really want to like dive into that and play that. And you know, it's just one of those things. Like I'm going to buy it for what to sit there while I finish playing Valhalla, you know? So I'm waiting for a sale to, so I could, you know, jump on it and, and buy it, you know, on sale. And, you know, the whole, the whole twist here is that I have the digital only PS5. So, you know, my, Mm. my, uh, my, my weakness for sales for games, like it's really curbed now because I can only do what's, you know, on PSN basically. So which might be good for you in the long run. Yeah, it is. It is. Here's my recommendation. Since you haven't played it this year, I say go ahead, wait a year and pick it up this time next year. Reason being, it is very much like a Christmas game. It's snowing. There's Christmas outfits, Christmas decorations. It was perfect to play during this time of the year. You know, I, I, I knew that. I knew that part because I've seen what I've seen of it. I've seen the snowy scenes. I saw that it was like, you know, Christmas time and everything. And like, I told myself that, like, I was, I was thinking like, I should just get it now and play it now because of that, you know, for that very reason. Mm -hmm. And it's like in my head, that makes sense. Like that makes perfect sense to do that, to wait and and play it when it gets closer to Christmas next year. But that's that's so long from now. And I I did really want to play it. So I don't know. I mean I'm I'm gonna pick up the the big one, the the one that has the the remaster on it. So maybe, you know, I'll I'll get my Spidey fix with that, you know, and, and maybe I will wait for, you know, to, to jump into miles closer to next Christmas, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. And by then it should be on a considerable discount. I mean, if you see it in like September or something yeah. on a good discount, pick it up. Uh, but I would definitely say wait to play it. Cause I, you know, me knowing you, you're going to get a, a bigger punch out of it. If you play it during the holiday season. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it was really better than the first game in almost every single way. I like the character better. I like the setting better, like the Harlem uh, environment. It just has more life to it. It's more animated. It And like the way they moved uh, uh, Miles Morales and his moveset, it's a lot more dynamic. His power set is better. There's not as many gadgets, so it's stripped down. So they stripped down the right places. They built up in the other places as well to improve it in every way. I just really had a great time with it. That you, you help me none at all. <laughs> like there is no, there is no help. Like right now that you just kicked me while I was on the floor, like just 
And I think like, you should I'm wait here. a year to buy it, Los. Also, it's the greatest game ever made. <laughs> Yeah. But you have to wait now because you didn't pick it up before Christmas, idiot. <laughs> like seriously, I I just want to go buy it right now and start it tonight. That's what that's what that's what you just did to me right now. Like I went from waiting a year and and buying it on sale and playing it next Christmas to to wanting to buy it right now and start it tonight, like in a span of a minute. So thank you, Beardy. You could blast through it, uh, probably. I mean, it depends how much you play per night. But I gotta say, it, it probably fifteen ish hours. I'm guessing. Like I'm, I have like ninety percent of the way done. I think I have to check after I beat the main mission or the last mission how much that counts towards it. But like going into that, I had eighty seven percent. But I think it unlocks some uh, side missions after you beat the game too. I think not sure. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Like I I heard that it was a short uh more condensed story that it was it was not like uh the first one where where it was a lot of uh like side missions and a lot of like things that didn't really uh you know contribute to the main story. So, you know, like seeing that it's more uh you know concentrated it got me really excited because I really, I really enjoy me a good, like, you know, really, really good and impactful eight hour game. Like, yeah. And if you just did like blasted through the main story, it's definitely under 10. Yeah. Because I, I just, you know, every time there is a side mission or like a new event or like, you know, all those icons, icons pop up, they're like, so nice and bite-sized yeah. like oh i might as well i'm in the area so i did every single one on the map that i could find and like sometimes i would just pick it up and even if i you know it again work busy season if i had a half hour to play at night I'm like well i'll just pick it up and go do some side stuff it's like the the family guy uh james wood like ooh, piece of candy ooh, piece of candy ooh, piece of candy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm gonna do. Maybe I'll just freaking suck it up and and go buy it so that it could go on sale next week and <laughs> and then uh, yeah, then I'll kick myself. And then Is I'll, that I'll go on you. sale like a Christmas tree on New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's what's gonna happen. So so maybe maybe I'll do that because it's it's uh it's my favorite uh. Basically, I would say it's my favorite PS4 game, uh, you know, last gen. Uh, it's what I enjoyed the most and what I like left feeling like the most fulfilled from. And and uh, and yeah, I was looking forward to Miles for a while. So <clears throat> I'm looking forward to uh, to jumping back into it and, and playing playing more Spider-Man. So, yeah, uh, it's so. I mean, it, it's real real solid I, yeah. if you're talking like best of last gen i go between that and then god of war One, it's hard because they, they scratch very different itches mm-hmm. yep that's that's another one that's on my list there we go hey hey, hey. hey. it's al <laughs> what's up fellas how you doing i'm good i was uh 
I was having a beer or two and playing the uh, Valhalla Yule Festival. Uh, you see? You see what I'm talking about? You see, that's that's my other problem. That's my other thing, you know? You're, you're here. Hmm. You're here talking up Spider-Man, trying to get me to buy it, telling me that I need to buy it and I need to play it within the next 10 days because of Christmas. And freaking Valhalla has, like, its claws in me. And I'm, like, just wanting to play that. And and it's like I left Valhalla. No, I left uh, Assassin's Creed Origins so I could go play Valhalla. And before that, I was playing Uncharted 4, trying to beat that. And I'm, like, close to finishing that, but I left that to go play. I'm just all sorts of messed up. Like it's <laughs> you're as bad as I am. Bubba. <laughs> it's bad, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm. I, it's a it's a good thing. Good. It's a good bad to have, I guess. So. Mm. <clears throat> so what's up, Al? How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, life has been uh, incredibly busy uh, for me in in the best of ways. Aside from like family holiday stuff. Uh, work has been very interesting <clears throat> in that I, uh, I've been running a, a pretty high visibility, high profile program there. That's like gotten a lot of traction. Um, and just, you know, make this real quick. I was hired as a, a senior technical project manager and the company didn't really know how to use like people in my role. So I took this program, kicked total ass with it. And now they're spinning up an entire organization. And I'm like, this wasn't my fault, was it? Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, so, so it's been really interesting. It was like this big announcement this week. And we're all like co-founders of this org. There's a couple other TPMs that joined with me. So it's like crazy exciting with that. Yeah, but well, yeah, no, I, I, I just real quick. Like, I was like, oh, I'll put my head in Valhalla and just try to continue where I left off or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's snowing in Ravensthorpe. I'm like, what? And I just got hooked on that. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw that, uh, that that Yule Yule Festival thing, and I thought it was pretty awesome. Like, it's it's one of those things that, uh, it's a nice little touch that you don't need. In yeah, an Assassin's Creed game, like in a single player uh, focused you know, game, you like, what do you need that for? But they're giving it to you and it's free and, and it's, it's great. Like, and yeah, I heard it was pretty cool. You know, it's like one of those things like, you know, holy crap, this is, this is totally unnecessary. I can't wait to do it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've played a bunch of Assassin's Creed games and I don't remember them doing, I guess what we'd call the equivalent of like live events. Like this was really a shocker to me, and I was like, "Holy shit! I'm gonna give this a try." It's really fun so far. I played a drinking game. It's very close to home. <laughs> yeah, it's what is it like a drinking game, and then you got to go shoot arrows. That's a good good combination. That's, it's very Viking. Life. What can you say? Yeah. <laughs> so, Al, as uh, one project manager to another, my wife is also a project manager. So for Thanksgiving, it was our first time making everything. She made a pivot table of what dish <laughs> we need to make, how long it would take, what appliance it took. <laughs> and so everything went off without a hitch. <laughs> See? All right. I'll, I'll say I'm a little envious. Uh, my wife is not uh, a, a fellow project manager. 
And so I try to put those skills to use at home. And I, uh, I was getting out a Kanban chart uh, to handle all of the Thanksgiving and Christmas chores. Uh, she told me to get fucked and take that board away. <laughs> I was like, hey, I tried. She's like, no, I'll figure this out. I'm like, okay, you just sound like every developer and engineer I work with right now, but I'll let you do it. <laughs> Organization is king. That's right, Bubba. <laughs> Well, congratulations on on the whole uh, job venture that you that you found yourself on. I guess that's what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, I've I've been at this company for a year and a half now. It's it's GitHub for anyone that knows GitHub. Yeah, um, it's dude. I I will find a way to if I have to sweep floors, I will just to retire from this place. It's the bomb. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. It, you know, a year and a half in, the fact that you're still hot on it, it seems like as the day we found out you're getting hired mm-hmm. is just great. Uh, dude, like, I, again, uh, I joined in August of 2019. I don't dread Mondays anymore. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> like, let's get to work. And I, and I was like, I've never had this in my career. I think a big part of it is no longer commuting. So. You know, you got the nice button-down business shirt and the PJ pants on. Hey, as long as I don't get out of my seat during Zoom meetings, I'm good to go. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's the way it's got to be. That's that's how 20, 2020 rolls. But they're they're like a remote first company, so I was set to work fully remote before COVID hit. And I remember a couple of my friends in the industry are like, "Yo, man, how's this working out for you?" I'm like, "Well." Uh, not much has really changed. I'm still working from home and I haven't <laughs> gone out much to begin with. So, you know, it's the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> See, I, I was full-time remote uh, several, several years ago now for about two years. And, you know, the company I'm at now ca- kind of hits the middle ground that I like. It's usually two to three days a week at home, two days in the office. Now it's full-time until all this passes. But like that was a sweet spot for me. It's like, okay, I have to put on jeans, which means I must fit into these jeans. <laughs> See? See what I'm saying? <laughs> like, to me, I will be happy as a clam if I never have to set foot in an office again. Like, I'm determined to retire from this place. Uh, <laughs> they, they treat me good. The money's good. The work is great. And I don't have to drive. I commuted for years, brother. Like, you know, an hour and a half. Uh, each way, yeah, know, it's like been there. It's the worst. I can't, dude. It, no, it, but... it just it sucks your soul. Like, <laughs> I worked in like like the Chicago metro area, so I remember on perfectly idyllic days, if there was no traffic, it would be thirty five minutes door to door. One day it snowed. It took me three hours to get into work. <laughs> so at least yeah. now where I'm at, like they say. If it's snowing that bad, just stay home. Like, thank you. Some common sense. Like, just let me, like, I don't mind coming in, you know, a couple days a week, but if the weather's bad, there's no sense in me doing so. See, you're a lot nicer than I am. Uh, when I started working at Air Products, the the job I had prior to that, I had gone in and I was like, I'm going to leave by 12 because the storm's hitting. Well, the storm decided to hit uh, before 12. And I wound up spinning out on the highway and thankfully going into like a grassy median, like one of those that slants down. 
<laughs> and uh, I had a, a I, he's still one of my good friends. Like he was living in the area at the time, came out in his truck. Like after I got the car towed, he picked me up and, and brought me home. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. And I remember talking to one of the execs at air products uh, during my interview. And they're like, so, you know, is there anything else you want to you know, let us know? I said, yeah. I said, if I even smell snow flurries, I'm working from home. Uh, I ain't, I ain't dying for this company or anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were like, okay. I was, All right, cool. We have an understanding. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember, uh, when, when you first got the job and you were, you were talking about it, like you, you just wouldn't shut up about it. And it was like, it was one of those things where, where like, I, I don't have a job. Like I don't work, you know, I work from home. I'm a stay at home father and, and do the, all mm-hmm. that. But I was jealous of you. Like I was like, holy shit, his <laughs> job sounds so fucking amazing. Like he's so happy and I was so jealous. And, you know, it's like, it's one of those things like, you know, you're, you're living the dream and you're, you know, just soak it up, you know, cause there's a lot of people that they don't have that, that, you know, the happiness of working at a good place and everything. So it's good. It's good to hear that there's, there's success stories out there with that. Oh, I, thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I, um, I, I get a lot of imposter syndrome, uh, at this place. Cause obviously like GitHub is, is used by 40 million software developers. And, um, that's intimidating, uh, considering I haven't written code in over 10 years, but, um, now for me, it's like, I have this weird, <laughs> I, I, I remember Jim Norton saying it on a radio show once, and it, it just completely resonated with me where it's like, you're always kind of looking over your shoulder because you finally found something this good, like there, whoever <laughs> they are, whether it's fate or anything there, somebody is going to take this away from me. So it's just like, I, I I really appreciate every day I work at this place and um, the people I work with, everybody's like amazing. It's just, it's unbelievable to me. Um, like how I, I've landed here. Like it, <laughs> I remember even telling my manager, my former manager who wound up leaving to go do the startup thing. That seems to be this weird thing that people do, but I, I, I don't like risk anyway. Me, you know, it's, it's just I appreciate every single day at this job, and I've never really had that. Like I've I literally, to quote uh, Red, crawled through a mountain of shit to come out smelling <laughs> like roses on the other side. <laughs> no, it's it's been worth the crawl though. I'll say that. Well, well one day we'll be that lucky. Uh, I definitely agree on the wrist thing. You know, you know, you always flirt with like, oh, I would love to do this or that, and anything, but like. Nah, I think I'm good. I think part of that <laughs> for me too is just like both my folks were teachers. So yeah. I'm very much acclimated to just being comfortable. Like yep. not making a ton of money, not not in the poor house, like the bills are paid. There's no credit card debt. It so it's like, yeah, we're we're comfortable. Like we're yeah. and that's all I could ask for in life. That you know, with my folks both being teachers, I remember once we went uh, to oh, what's the amusement park in Ohio? Kings Island is that? Yeah, we went to Kings Island, and we were on such a budget that yeah. my folks 
ordered two meals for the four of us, for me, my mom, dad, my sister. Yeah. During that time, one of the hot dogs dropped on the ground. So my oh, mom shit. just gave it all to me. She's like, okay, I just won't eat. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. It, it's, it's funny you say that. Um, I came from a similar background of non-comfort. Uh, my dad was a supervisor for, I don't know if they're still around or if it's like outsourced internationally, but he used to be like kind of high up at Oh how scale. And um, like, have you ever seen like triple beam balances in your classroom or scales, like a chemistry class, <clears throat> there's a good chance they were made there. Uh, at least, you know, I assume we're all approaching our forties like I am. And, um, but yeah, we were never, it was, uh, I, my parents were the parents that made it work. Like I, I look back on it now as a parent myself and I'm like, how the fuck did I, did they manage the Christmases they did? And yeah. it just makes you, you know, it makes you really appreciate like they sacrificed a ton. And like, I was fortunate to go to Disney world once when I was in sixth grade uh, from an aunt and uncle on my dad's side. But it's like, I'm in a position where like my dad never, uh, I don't know. He kind of, I think he was one of those people like, this is just my lot. And whereas like, I kind of got a lot more ambition and was like shooting for the moon with this job. And, and like mainly from a kick in the ass by my wife, like literally saying you're fucking better than what you're doing. Like go do something better. But yeah, like you said, like I'm finally comfortable and it's a, it's a weird thing to me, dude. Like I remember the struggle growing up and even in my early career kind of inheriting the same like you, you start realizing like fuck like i'm working at, like just like my parents did and like you know you don't have much to show for it and like now like i'm comfortable and that is like way better <laughs> than i ever thought <laughs> you know i'd attain on the path that i was on and i'm totally appreciative of that i don't need to be a millionaire like if i could just keep this current flow I'm set, dude. Like we're happy, we're comf- you know, we can pay bills and still do, you know, fun things on occasion and, and the stuff we want to do, and it, that's enough for me, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all about like the balance of family and comfort. Because like at the job before the one I have now, like I was making a bit more money, but I was working sixty hours a week, twelve months a year, oh. and it was just brutal and like the minute i decided to start looking for another job like lily was three at the time and she had a little toy laptop and it was in the morning i was working and she comes over and opens up the laptop and said oh i'm gonna work like daddy does i was like nope she's not gonna remember me as just the man in the room on the laptop like that's not gonna happen so like now there's actually time for balance and for family and but there's still that level of comfort too yeah no no I, I get that man it's it's one thing like i'm really happy that uh github is very big on is work-life balance like i got yelled at by my manager a couple months back he's like we have unlimited pto and you've barely taken time off i'm like <laughs> i'm like dude you know i'm still in the mentality that any day i don't have to drive to work is a freaking day off for me like <laughs> Uh, that is but, nuts yeah. unlimited pto but yeah. i think it kind of attracts a certain lot too of like no i'm gonna get my stuff done and if my stuff's done or if i manage to get a little bit ahead of for a, a day or two i'll take a day or two off yeah it's it's pretty much what it is man like 
people, you know, want to do great work here. And then it's like, no, I really need just a, an Assassin's Creed Valhalla day. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I, I've had this tradition that I used to save up a ton of vacation. Now I'm just like, no, uh, starting the end of day tomorrow, I'll see you all in 2021. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm so ready. <laughs> Still a job. It's a wonderful job, but I'm ready for that vacation tomorrow. <laughs> that's the best time to be off too. Like, um, even though like this is our busy time, it, it does wrap up like early January. Things are mostly done by then, but I'm still taking next Wednesday and Thursday off. Mm. just to have a little lead up to Christmas. I feel if you just, if you work Christmas Eve, like I've done so many years in the past, you don't have any let go between work. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I need to be Christmas guy. Now yeah. it's like, no, I need, I need some buffer. No, you're, you're totally right, man. It's, it's one thing I said to my wife this year. It's like, yep, I'm, I'm done after the 18th. Like we can take our time this weekend, you know, give the kids their melatonin gummies to make sure they stay asleep and we'll go wrap <laughs> stuff in the garage. And, you know, we, just you know, take take our time doing it so that we're not <laughs> scrambling the night before. At least the project manager in me really wants to do that. Uh the developer and my wife probably not you know, it'll be last week, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we, we just stopped those those uh melatonin uh, uh, you know the drops that we were giving them. It was uh, we were started with the gummies, and then uh, mm -hmm. we we found that there was uh like a tablet, like a little pill thing, and mm -hmm. uh, we were giving them that for a while. But uh, but we we stopped because we weren't sure if uh like the craziness that they were getting into uh during the day was causing was caused by that you know it's hard to tell right because you know it's two two boys and they're they're both like as soon as they wake up they're already dialed to like 200 and they're, they're <laughs> jumping <laughs> off the walls and everything so you know it's it's hard to tell if it's you know the something that we're giving them to help them sleep or if it's just like them being cooped up in the house for months or you know whatever yeah stuff like yeah. that so yeah melatonin is supposed to be like a short-term solution as well it's not supposed to be used long term so it could be a little column a, a little column b paying the mm -hmm. piper <laughs> no it's it, it, it's something we've been you know ourselves very cautious about um and it's kind of a, a once in a while thing especially if we need them to sleep um yeah. to wrap gifts oh, yeah, but trust, no trust me yeah. it's it's one of those things like i think two days ago uh it's been to the point where i've been like <laughs> my hand on on the bottle that we put in the medicine cabinet like we they need this like they need it now <laughs> and <laughs> what if i double the dose <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. been it's been crazy and i i'm sure the the christmas season doesn't doesn't help with their excitement levels and and keeping them awake and keeping them going and everything like that so yeah we're, yeah. we're really lucky that at least Lily, if you try to wake her up like within an hour of when she's fallen asleep, 
you can't. You would swear that mm. <laughs> she was not amongst the living. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it and guys that she wakes up at like we had to put a clock in her room. So we're like, you cannot get out of your bed until six. You must lay How does there. That, does that work? It it's worked so far. <laughs> I gotta try that because mine were up at six thirty today, mm. and that just doesn't jive in this household. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're we're up about six thirty ourselves, but we're just like, okay, not before six because she would come in at like five forty five and wow. just be ready to start talking and doing whatever because they go to bed like they're asleep by about eight. So yeah. like by 45, she's up ready do whatever. So we're like, all right, just stay in your bedroom until six. Give us until six. And you'll stay. <laughs> and like, she'll wake up, she'll get dressed. And then she's like, Hey guys, it's six Oh five. I've gotten dressed. I've watched an episode uh, of YouTube on this and it starts going. Uh, are your kids into the uh, pond monster too? No, what's what's pond monster. Oh, uh, they found something on YouTube and we we've, you know, obviously made sure this was like their age appropriate. But there's uh this this uh YouTuber uh Steven Scherer and I think he's in his early 20s and like he, Oh. <laughs> I, I think Los might know what I'm talking about. Oh. He does like he's got this house and like and him and his sister are like Jeez. You know, oh, the pond monster showed up today, and they have somebody in this like oh cheap ass creature from the Black Lagoon ass. suit. Uh oh, please, Lois, share your torture with me. <laughs> Man, that. <laughs> oh, I'm looking no, at just, it too. This is mildly just, frightening. Just keep on, keep on going, because I'm. I gotta collect myself before I start talking about these. Fucking- <laughs> and I'll be back in two seconds. <laughs> I broke the show. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know it's it's like all right. Uh, <laughs> when we were when we were growing up, we had TV. We had mm-hmm. we had you know our 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 shows that we liked. We had uh uh and and we we you know we, Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, you know after school shows you know it's like Mm -hmm. the the same thing all the time that we loved and we always look forward to it and now uh you know i don't know if it has to do with uh cutting the cord like a lot of people uh you know these days they cut the cord uh they Mm -hmm. they don't have cable regular cable anymore so there's no like uh consistency with with tv shows and things like that i feel like that's a that's a problem with it you know because Mm -hmm. because when when we were having cable before like when uh the oldest when he was younger we had cable and it was like a regular thing like he grew up on the disney channel and stuff like that when he was younger but when we cut the cord and we're like get rid of all this stuff we'll just live off you know whatever streaming things are going on or whatever like Somewhere along those lines, uh, I think my wife tracks it back to when she went uh, to Texas for work when she first got mm-hmm. this job. I I introduced the kids to YouTube, and 
like I got them on that. Like I was like, oh hey, look at this kid on on this you know YouTube channel. He's unboxing all this stuff, and he's yeah, he's uh he's looking at all these things, you know, and look at these toys. And they sat down and they watched it, and I was like, all right, let me go have some coffee. Let me go make a sandwich, you know. Like it was one of those things, but like now it's out of control. Is <laughs> taking over the house every morning when the kids wake up and they get dressed and they like go to the living room i hear my wife screaming you better not be watching youtube turn it off and it's like <laughs> oh, it's one of those things like you know it, it's because because it's what they watch you know it's what yeah. they find like they'll sit there there's some shows that is cool though it's like there's like a brave wilderness that's one of the channels that we like because it's the guy is like he goes uh you know adventuring around looking at animals and stuff like that it's a really good show educational that's cool. you know there's there's some theme uh theme park ones that we like to watch you know mm. and and like there's other ones that the kids find that it's like yes. holy shit those are the worst and it's like the one that you said, the one that you're talking about, the pond monster and all this stuff. It's like I'm Ugh. sitting, like I'll be there in the kitchen, right? And then I'll hear them on the, on the, t on the TV. And it's like it's one of those things you hear it and you just go walking over really slow and you just start watching, and you're just watching in disbelief, like what <laughs> is this crap? And the and kids, then you look up their net worth and want to die. Yeah, exactly. That's the part. That's when the wife and I were like, okay, YouTube's getting deleted. Because it's <laughs> like it's this stuff here that it's they like they don't understand. They think that they're watching something, whatever. And then they go and ask us, how do these people have these big houses? How do they have all these things? And I look at them and I'm like, it's because of you. Yeah, you dude. are sitting here watching them, liking their stuff, subscribing. That's why they always say it every two minutes. Like mash that like button. Yeah, mash the like button. If you don't, have press your kids a gotten like into button, Kid City. The what? Have your kids gotten into uh, Kid City? No. That's uh, another they're... channel that it. It's like this family out of Texas, and it's just intolerable. <sighs> I mean, it, it's okay. But they have like Kid City Gaming, and mm. but it's all like my kids want to watch. It's like Kid <laughs> City, right? We watch a little PBS, just something with some substance. Something, to it, yes, like, <laughs> something that'll teach you something. I don't know. Chips yeah. are delicious, but not for dinner. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, dude! Like that's <laughs> the best way to put it. Like we finally put the hammer down uh, last week. They had just started watching. What could be the most annoying goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's, I think they're Australian. These uh, Australian girls or women, it's hard to tell uh, whether they're growing up or not, uh, do these voices for Barbie dolls and then baby Barbie dolls. Oh, man. And, oh. and they do these like shows where like, the dad's getting bit by mosquitoes and then the, the all the little kids talking baby talk and it's the most fucking annoying thing i've ever heard in my life and finally my wife was like girls you're not allowed to listen to that you're not allowed to watch yeah. it like, why it's so fun we're like yeah. no we're gonna kill somebody if you don't like shut that <laughs> off <laughs> oh man yeah it, that's that you see we we haven't ventured down that rabbit hole 
uh, with, give it time with, like that. Yeah. Cause the daughter, she's it's still weird to say that like, you know, but she, when she gets that age, uh, like we already told the boys, we were like, look, when she starts like, you know, really watching TV and being focused on stuff, you might as well kiss YouTube goodbye. Cause we're not ending up with another one like you two. It's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, so they, they better get used to that. And it's, it's one of those things like, man, I can't believe the crap that they just like, they zombies, they'll sit there and just stare all day and, and watch that shit. And it's, yeah. it's horrible, but, <clears throat> but yeah, Sesame uh, streets where it's at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, we had to ban, uh, one channel here because it was it was like uh i don't know the one that you said beardy but it was just like that it's a family that they were just like so beyond like irritating like it was, it, was like, it, it gets to the point i think there's a couple like that now that are like mimicking each other yeah and they all do that youtube speak yep and like yep. It's always like this the cadence of it. Yeah, and the dad's like a failed actor. Like Yeah. Exactly. Oh the the one guy, uh like the first one my kids got into that we had to put the kibosh on. They had they had this daughter. Um and it was like they were just, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, filthy rich, but like, like they started doing pranks and like, not, mm. not the one, not the one that always made the kid cry. I was like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll shut oh, that yeah. shit down immediately. Mm. But, um, it was another one and it was just like, there's nothing to this. And the dad is such a douche. Like, <laughs> it's all about like, like, oh, we got this today and we got the kids a giant water park. And I'm like, <laughs> Fuck you, dude! I'm not getting this for my kids. Shut this shit off. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how. <laughs> and it's like uh, there's this one. There's one, right? It's Evan Tube. I don't know if you know about that one. Uh, it's it was like the first one that my kids started watching, and they started watching this kid when he was a kid, when he was their age. Like, yeah. Like, well, no, they they're they're younger than him because the kid is like a teenager now. But they were watching his videos from when he he was making videos when he was like what five or something like that, right? Talking about toys and things like that or whatever. But now, like they've been watching him for so long, this kid is a fucking teenager now, and he's like he does nothing but play Fortnite and puts out Fortnite videos, and Ugh. he's like beyond like irritating too. Like he's, and it's like you you sat here and you made this kid rich and now all he does is like you know play fortnite all day and you know it's it's like what the hell like why why does well, it's like happen? ryan like that that's the og is ryan's yeah. like ryan's world mm-hmm. that is the OG. yeah yeah like he was like he was like one years old when they started mm-hmm. and it's funny now because my kids still watch it like we we banned the combo panda videos that's like the gaming stuff because that's super obnoxious. But actually, like the Ryan's World videos, Ryan's like hardly even in them anymore. I, I think he said, like, guys, I'm I'm like literally a millionaire now. Deuces. 
And like it's just his folks doing it. And like they actually do a somewhat decent job now. Because mm-hmm. like I guess the mom used to be a teacher and they actually try to infuse something of value in there. Yeah. But for a while it was just like, oh, it's a surprise egg. Here's my toy with Walmart. <laughs> Go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those freaking jerks. Yeah, his own show on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I, wow. You know how much he worked or how much he made like last <laughs> year? I think like hundred thousand dollars or hundred million dollars because he had his own cereal, his own video game, his own TV show, and the kid's like nine oh. now. Hey, you see, and here we are with a failed podcast, and and you know what? What do we have? We'd have nothing, and you know, maybe we Look. should get our kids to to record something. And Breaking maybe, Bad had yeah. five seasons. That was not a failed show. It ended yeah. when it needed to end. <laughs> hey, I gotta like go. Future. All right, bud. Yeah, hey. the baby's crying and stuff. All right. All right. Well, Thanks good talk to you, by. man. Yeah, it was great to talk to you guys. Like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy, uh, y'all. Have a happy you holidays. Too. You, you too, too, man. Take care. Freaking strip. Still sitting here. Huh? Yeah, I'm still here. You, Champion. You, you couldn't jump in. You you could have jumped in. Nobody would have stopped huh? you. Let strip do. I don't. I don't have. Do. I don't have kids that watch YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, we were talking about all the job stuff, and I'm here. Like I was waiting for for how to chime in, strip, and it's like I was tempted to chime in when you were talking about the guy playing Fortnite all the time. Yeah, and I, I can't help but notice it does say under your name right now, playing Fortnite. No, it yep. doesn't. No, it doesn't. Does it really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not playing Fortnite now. What the hell's going? That's on? that's why I texted you earlier. I'm like, you better be playing Fortnite right now. We got to show it to you. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Maybe maybe because uh, I was playing Fortnite and I like just shut it down. So now it still thinks I'm playing Fortnite. I don't know. So I, Los, do you do anything for New Year's Eve? Any traditions? Uh yes, we do. We have a tradition of uh of sharing a a cheese ball. Uh hmm. you know, uh well it it's not really a cheese ball anymore. It used to be a cheese ball. Uh <laughs> the wife and I we used to we used to get a, a one of those balls uh with cheese like you know, cheese balls that they, they have like uh sliced almonds around like coated all over it and everything i think that's still a cheese ball uh we we used to just like you know get one of those and sit on the couch and you know watch the new year's eve show and all that and and that was like our little tradition but now it's like it it graduated to to spreadable cheese like port wine cheese you know like (laughs) yeah in, in a little tub you know get some ritz crackers or whatever crackers the clubhouse the club crackers that we get now <clears throat> and uh and yeah that's that's like our little tradition we don't really go out we haven't gone out for you know like decade we haven't been out doing anything so <clears throat> you know. the last time we went out uh we went to strip we'll get this reference the abc uh new year's rock and eve mm-hmm. where uh mark gene greco and Janet Davies get real drunk and real handsy. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's amazing. But like a couple of years ago, it was at um, 
like Rosemont and they had this package deal. It was like $300 for a room VIP tickets where you get like a bunch of snacks and free booze and the room overnight. And uh, the old 97s were playing that year. So it was like the super great concert. And like most people wanted to hear the cover bands they were going on at the time and not the old 97s. So like we're right near the stage watching the old 97s play. <laughs> and it was just it was a great time. And the room was amazing. It had one of those showers where it's like overhead and feels like it's you're in the, the jungle and it's raining on you. Uh, that was great. But like now the tradition is more. We get a real bottle of champagne. Uh, it just, you know, so it's not sparkling wine. It is champagne. Uh, champagne can only be from the Champagne region of France. That's why it's champagne. Mm. Anything made stateside is sparkling wine. And I can't taste the damn difference. That's important because it's New Year's and need to start the year off right. Uh, so we get that. And then we usually uh, do some like shrimp a charcuterie board of some kind, like meats, cheeses, mm. Ritz crackers. Uh, and then usually a uh, spinach artichoke dip to go with that as well. Nice. Now, last year we discovered, I don't know if you like shrimp dip with the, the horseradish, mm. but St. Elmo's it's in like Meyer has it. It's in a couple of different uh, stores around and it is the hottest, most intense <laughs> shrimp dip you'll ever have. Like you take a bite and it's all that like wasabi horseradish thing mm. where it just your sinuses just go everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like it takes your breath away and you end up coughing, but it's like the best pain. It's so good. <laughs> no, I cannot say that I know anything about that. And I'm not big on spice, so that probably would have killed me. But, See, uh, I, I don't mind the wasabi horseradish spice because it comes and goes so quick. It's a, a flash in the pan. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I, we, I don't even think we used to drink on New Year's. Maybe the most we've done is a sangria. Uh, maybe, I think, maybe. I'm not even sure. Champagne sounds very, very fancy, though. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't know care for it. Honestly, it, it no. uh, just does. Actually, what I don't mind is a, a mimosa. So I usually do yeah. just get some orange juice because she'll have like a, a couple sips of something and she'll have like a glass. I'm like, well, I have this very expensive bottle and no way I'm letting this go bad. So the rest goes to me. Which <laughs> <laughs> be fun this year because I haven't had a drink since Thanksgiving. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for me, the only so, tradition I really have is I'll usually have a glass of wine around twelve, and then I usually fall asleep around twelve o two. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. That sounds about <laughs> right. You go with a uh, a uh, red or white, whatever's on sale. There we go. <laughs> I'm not picky. One time in my life, I bought a $40 bottle of wine. That's the most I've ever spent. And I said, you know, I can't tell the difference between this and a $10 <laughs> bottle of wine. And I've never been fancy with my wine since. 
I just go for what's on sale because hell, I can't taste the difference. Mm. I am an uncultured swine. Yep. Yeah. I'm not agreeing your culture swine. <laughs> I'm saying I also <laughs> cannot tell the difference for, for the most part. Like really, it's it's limited. Like over fifteen dollars. It's really hard for me to tell, especially because I like red blends, which could be pretty much anything. Uh, a nice tip that I found in like looking for a decent bottle of wine. If you feel the the bottom, it's called the punt. Uh, it basically it's either going to be flat on the bottom of the bottle or it's going to be grooved upward, have like a big um, mm. sort of like an apex kind of thing, like almost yeah. like an egg would fit in there. If the egg would fit in there, it's got like the bigger indentation in the bottom. Uh, it's mm. supposed to be a better wine. Oh, really? Yeah. So just go around, touch the, the bottles of wine, yeah, and just go and see what you have. <laughs> Feel up all the bottles of wine, and, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, yeah, get kicked out because you're spreading your germs everywhere, and you can't touch anything. <clears throat> I know the tip yeah. I always use is if it has a screw top cap. Yeah. Then I then I know. Yeah, there's some discount wine. <laughs> there's some decent screw top wines. The oh, um, at Trader Joe's they have one called Well Red. Uh, it's a it's a red blend, so I'm, I fancy it. It's like seven dollars, and it's organic red. And um, you know, I've had plenty of that. Never had a headache from it. A, a lot of <clears> the cheaper red wines will make me feel all headachey in the morning. I like Most I ever spent on a bottle of booze, though, was like $125. I got a, a fancy bottle of whiskey that came in like a wood crate uh, for our wedding. Ooh, very nice. Did you get to have any yourself or no? <laughs> oh, I did. I had lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think he got his name from? <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. It was really good. It was like uh, made by jameson's son or something it was like some relationship to jameson whiskey it was like the heritage in the family it's like a 130 dollar bottle which i meant to like you know what i'm gonna get a bottle of this once a year and i'm gonna have it at christmas new year's and my birthday and i never did it never once and that was like 10 years ago <laughs> That reminds me of growing up, we always had a bottle of Crown Royal in our basement that we always said it was for my sister's wedding whenever she got married. Oh, man. I, 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 we sold the house years ago. I think that bottle's still down there. Wow. <laughs> she got married a long time ago. <laughs> Probably never opened. Yeah, my parents were never drinkers growing up. And I just remember, like, you know, we had uh, a outside porch where they kept all the booze bottles like in the cabinet out there. And I remember like being a kid and seeing the bottles and then seeing the bottles in the store and they'd been in the house so long that the designs had changed in the store. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, in case we have company, Mike, I know booze doesn't go bad, but there's gotta be some kind of shelf life. <laughs> We actually had a bar in my basement. Like, I, at some point, my dad built a bar down there. But it was the same thing. Like, my family was really not drinkers. So I, I never did learn the story behind why exactly we had a bar down there. But I remember <laughs> we used to go down there and just play around it all the time. One <laughs> like, well, company. You guys don't have people over. Why, why do you right. have this? And especially because... <laughs> 
it's not like they were keeping like really good bottles of booze. It's like they had a whiskey, a vodka, a rum, and it was like Seagram's for three out of four. <laughs> and just get rid of it. It's not worth the real estate it's taking up in your home. Yeah, we we we're not we're not big drinkers. We uh Mike my my father, not my mother, but my father, like he was, uh, like he wasn't like, well, he's still, you know, considering now and, you know, going back to childhood up to now, like he's not really a like heavy drinker, but he drinks a lot, I guess. Like, you know, he's toned it down a bit as of late, but, uh, you know, it's never something that I've gotten into. Like I never like developed that part of me like to, to want to go and drink all the time and stuff. And I, I have, uh, I have like four bottles of rum in my pantry right now (laughs) that, (laughs) that I don't know why I got them. I have them. Like I bought them with the intent to use them. Uh, for baking and cooking, Bananas, you know, monsters for days and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, but it's like it's one of those things like we don't drink, but we have these here, and they're they've been in there for years. You know, they're just sitting there, and it's like, am I that Puerto Rican that I just have you know liquor <laughs> in the house, just naturally accumulate rum without realizing it? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're gonna go to throw it out. It's just gonna end up back in the house on the shelf again. Like, yeah. oh no, <laughs> like haunted by the rum. <laughs> the bottle freezes in midair and just slowly floats back into the house. Yeah, that, that's that's where I'm at. Just you know, uh, this might be a test. Do you also just find yourself playing chess without understanding why or dominoes? <laughs> No, but there there are several chess boards around. Like that's that's maybe weird. <laughs> yeah, I've never really been a heavy drinker. Like I'll like I'm I'm having a beer right now. I'll have a glass of wine or two. I I don't I enjoy being a little buzzed at the end of the day, but like being drunk. I don't I don't enjoy that. I never have. That's never my goal with it. Just need a little something to unwind sometimes. I go in fits and spurts. It's like, like, you know, quarantine, whatever. Like, oh, I'll have like two old fashions a night. And I'm like, okay, well, now I need to cut that out. Because then, like, if I'm having a little bit of whiskey, I might as well have some snacky snacks. (laughs) So that's why, like, (laughs) December hit. And I'm like, all right. Because, like, two years ago, I lost, or was it three years ago now? Like, I lost, like, 80 pounds. Gained half back. I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I can lose half again and get back down to the goal weight. And so, like, since December, I haven't touched anything. Like, even my mom has been making her awesome Christmas cookies and dropping them off. Haven't had a single one. And so, like, I'm now down 17 pounds again. So I'm, like, halfway to the halfway. It's like, all right, just got to keep going. But I have built in between christmas and new year's it's a free-for-all which will include little caesars old fashions and probably some taco bell because i'm a trash person and those are my favorite foods that's me too i like garbage food 
Oh, it's the best. <laughs> just shove in your face. Whatever falls in your lap, just it just stays there. <laughs> well, hey, good on you for losing what you have up to this point, though. Ah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's a fun game that I play. It's like it, if you didn't know me, if like again, you just had the the steady cam and viewed everything in fast forward. Like he must be an actor, and he's losing and gaining weight for roles. <laughs> <laughs> but really it's like i'm losing and gaining weight because of rules dinner rules <laughs> it's like what it's it's one of those things like i know what works for me i know what i need to do I'm like mm, but taco bell is yummy and <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, usually i only go one direction with the weight <laughs> it's not the way I'm supposed to especially now I gotta get on that too much sitting around the house well that's just it's just so detrimental just like sitting and then you realize like and then you know being sedentary makes you tired that's that's a terrible curse why are your bodies <laughs> built like that it's like I'm so tired from being tired I might as well just go be tired in another room and lay down and take a nap <laughs> I got all the food apps. Hell, <laughs> sitting around's really taking it out of me. Taking the wind out of my battleship <laughs> sails. And you stand up from the couch and you make it just an alarming number of grunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. Like, I know, like, when I get to the point where I, if I'm, like, playing on the ground with the kids, and if I go to one knee and go to get up and I go, huh? Then I'm like, okay, time, time to get back on it. It's it's the grunt of failure. It's a sign. Yeah, I forget who it was, but I remember hearing a comedian at some point in my life say you could tell how out of shape you are by the the severity of your swearing when you drop something and you have to bend over to pick it up. <laughs> so with that, I mean we we should just like lean right into uh new year's resolutions like what is what are we going to be aiming for for this year besides uh you know not not getting covid and, and all that stuff <laughs> that's definitely be it it's going to be getting vaccinated as soon as possible like i i just don't care I, like yes if i have an allergic re- reaction i'm just going to stay in the hospital parking lot for a half hour and then after that if it, something happens i'm going right back inside so i used to get allergy shots all the time and that standard protocol is when they up the dose you get something new you stay there for a half hour and if you have a reaction then they give you like basically a steroid or some kind of stimulant another injection until it goes down like that's exactly what i'm gonna do and then like it depends how the year goes obviously I do want to take a vacation because I am like, we're just our whole family's due for a vacation. Yeah. And generally the thing I would do in normal times to kind of reset my battery since I am by nature an introvert is I would take a day off work and I would just play games all day just by myself, like no family around, no nothing. Love my family, love them dearly, but daddy needs his alone time. <laughs> So, like, that's how I would relax, and that's what, you know, I think I'm going to try to do 
once things go back a little bit more is just take a day to myself, uh, new year's resolution wise travel. And then, you know, uh, we're, my job is targeting June for back in office. I mean, it, it could feasibly happen sometime June, early July, if, if everything goes according to plan. Uh, but to be at the goal weight by then, because then it it's going to be an interesting social experiment to go walk in and be like, all right, who gained weight or quarantine? You yeah. did. You did. <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> <clears throat> like it's, it's like that's the motivation It's just be like, oh, you look good. That's all I want. I, it's, it's not. I've always been so reasonable with my fitness goals. It's kind of twofold. One, I want to be comfortable wearing a T-shirt and not be like pulling on it. I'm like, no, I'm not a big fat guy. Uh, this, this, this T-shirt's unwieldy. Uh, and then two is I, if I cut someone off in traffic, I don't want the first thing for them to do is to call me fat. <laughs> like I don't want the automatic insult. Like that's a very specific concern. <laughs> you fat shit. And like oh, like oh, you got glasses. Uh, you, you need a new prescription. If they go, you need a new prescription. Not you fat shit. Then I win. Then I am at my ideal weight. <laughs> it's not like six pack abs or whatever. It's just I don't want strangers to call me fat. <laughs> So when you feel you've reached your right your your target weight, do you just do you spend a day go like is there a certain number of people you go around <laughs> off? like if I cut off twenty people in traffic and I don't get called fat, then I have achieved my goal. I <laughs> what's, am the, what's the experimental number you're aiming for here? <laughs> it's actually it's funny too because I drive like a grandma. Like I've never cut anyone <laughs> off ever. I'm like go around. No, my fault. It's like Irish Catholic guilt. Like. I'm sorry, it was me. Even though I should have seen you speeding there. <laughs> so what about you guys? What's uh New Year's Rezos? Hmm. I you know, I've never been huge on that, but I think it's kind of similar for me in that I I want to take like a real nice vacation in the coming year. It's cause I obviously didn't take anything this year to such an extent that I had because a certain number of our vacation hours roll over every year. Same. Since I hadn't taken everything, I had to take like so many hours. <laughs> and because I've been with my company for a long time, I actually have quite a bit, which is a nice problem to have. So I actually wound up taking a full week and every single Monday in the month of November off. <laughs> but it was just the most miserable and depressing thing ever because you couldn't do anything. You're just sitting around all day. So yeah, we I, I really want to take like a nice vacation. My my family and I have already been talking about the possibility of uh, one year. Several years ago, we all rent we chipped in and we rented a massive cabin on Kentucky Lake, and the whole family went there and we just had like a week fishing off of Kentucky Lake. It was really nice. Uh, so we're th we're thinking of doing that again. Have you been to Door County ever? That's a big Chicago destination. No. It's up in Wisconsin. Um, it, it's it's really nice. It's just a nice place to go. Lots of like little sh shops and everything. Their big thing up there is cherries. If you love cherries, they put them in literally everything. <laughs> and you just go, you eat, and then you walk by, you know, the Great Lakes, and then you just kind of you can go. They have 
kayaking tours if you're into that kind of thing. But it's really it's like well like knickknacky shops and just really it, it almost feels like the uh the town in Jaws, like that idyllic mm. kind of like beach town. Like, you know, you can go in the bay if it's uh the right temperature. And then it's it's nice to go like we we've gone a couple of times now, probably like five or six. And it's nice to go in July when it's like super hot down here and then because it's usually about like upper 70s up there because it's like four hours from chicago hmm. i'm gonna write that down door county yeah lots of different things they have a really cool thing that they have up there too um which i'm a sucker for is a drive-in movie theater and they have hmm. like pizzas you can get there like jack's pizzas and then they use real butter on the popcorn they play the old school like previews in the beginning and it's just nice. You can get like a couple lawn chairs and you just sit out there, you know, with your bug repel because it is, you know, upper Wisconsin. <laughs> and you just sit out there and watch a double feature and, uh, you know, new glorious beers up there. You can do different beer samplings. They have breweries up there, distilleries, wineries, cheese tastings. It's just, it's hmm. just real relaxing. Very cool. Yeah, I may just have to check that out. Good, yeah. If you need anything more, feel free to DM me. Slide into my DMs. Ooh, I just may do that. <laughs> Speaking of drive-ins, here's a local topic that no one else will be able to enjoy. So, did the Cascade Drive-In ever reopen? You know, I, I keep... never heard. So I know they, they like shut down for a while. Then I heard rumors they might be coming back. Yeah, uh. this was the year to do it. If you were going to do it this year, you're not going to. Yeah. No kidding. So Los, what's, so Los, how about you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, every year is the same thing. Like you know, do better, eat better, be better, all that stuff. And it's uh, it's like this year. I feel like it has to be uh, <laughs> it has to be done. You know, I mean, it's it's been a pretty crazy year uh for for us. You know, for for our 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 family, our lives, you know, health wise and everything like that. So it's it's uh something that, you know, I really wanna try and focus on and try and, and be better about. And and it's one of those things that uh you know when when everything was going on, uh, you know, I, I yeah, I don't think uh it's been said on here. Uh, I think the last show I had uh, it was before all the stuff that went on, uh, you know, uh, being diagnosed with, uh, cancer and all that stuff. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, then the surgery and getting, you know, rid of it and everything. And, you know, that whole span of like two months <laughs> that, that was just a roller coaster of everything. Uh, it was, it was, uh, after the last show that I had on here. So yeah, I don't think it's been spoke of, but, but yeah, uh, with, with all that, it was one of those things that when it was going on, there was just like so much, uh, different, different views on life, you know, different, different takes on everything, different, uh, you know, just taking everything in differently and, you know, every, everybody in the house was, was, uh, very, very different moods, you know, and it's like, you know, now it's, 
it's gone back to normal. You know, it's just, you know, like I said earlier, it's like, it's just the normal uh, screaming and getting mad and, you know, arguing and, you know, screaming at the kids because they're going crazy and watching bad YouTube shows and not doing their schoolwork and everything. And, and, you know, everybody's just always, you know, 100 miles per hour going every all direction, you know, but, you know, a few months ago was something totally different. So it's like, you know, next year it's, it's a new year, a new, a new chance and you take to, to jump, to jump in the right direction with, with a lot of stuff. So, you know, hopefully we'll be able to, to do that and, and to focus more on, on the positive stuff and focus more on, on us and, you know, the, the whole vacation thing sounds real nice. <laughs> we were, we were, uh, actually going to go on a little mini staycation, uh, last week, I think, uh, it was, you know, planned out because uh, Disney had some crazy good deal for, uh, for Florida residents and all that. So that's usually a thing that we do every year. <clears throat> we usually go and stay at a, at a Disney hotel and, you know, we, we haven't done anything like everybody else. So we, we planned it and we booked it and everything and we were excited, but like the last, last second, we, we, we stopped. We didn't do it. We, we, we didn't go. We, uh, we didn't have anybody to watch the dog. We didn't want to, you know, deal with that. And, you know, it's like we were still ultimately afraid of, of dealing, you know, with all the COVID stuff, you know, in, in a hotel setting, you know, cause it's, it's one thing going to the theme parks and being able to avoid the large crowds and doing our own thing. Uh, it's another thing to be like in a hotel with a whole bunch of people, like going to the same eateries and, and all that stuff. And so we just, we didn't do it. And it was, it was horrible when, uh, cause we didn't tell the kids it was going to be a surprise. And like, we, we told them like afterwards, like, Hey, we were going to do this, but we, we wound up not going. <laughs> Why'd you tell them? Why and, did you tell them? <laughs> and it was, it was a horrible, horrible mistake. They, We're gonna was, give you a pony, but we've made it turn into glue instead. <laughs> yeah, it was like instant like sadness and crying and screaming and just like like they really they really needed it too, you know? And it's like yeah. it's one of those <laughs> things like it sucks, you know, but it's it's something that we just we gotta deal with, like, you know, just like everybody else. Everybody's gotta deal with everything. But you know, I just wanna be be better like be more be more patient be more uh understanding of a lot of things be more you know better with with myself with my my you know health and you know everything all that stuff all that jazz and maybe maybe you know get my ass to freaking do something productive and write a book or something you know like i've got this idea in my head for a kid's book and I want to do it and I want to get it going and all that, but it's just like, so daunting, like, you know, I'm going to do all this book stuff and then, you know, it's not going to go anywhere because it's going to suck or it's because it's going to be whatever, you know, all that negative stuff that 
keeps you. Well, fit right in. Most kid books suck. Yeah. So true. you're you're on the yeah. right path already. <laughs> yeah, but I want it to be like the best sucking kids book. You know, like I really want to aim to that you know middle rung of suckiness. Is it kind of like uh, Shelley's The Missing Piece, but it's about sandals and socks, and it's like a, about a pair of sandals that always feels alone until one day meets a pair of socks? That, that and then sounds, it feels whole. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Like, I, I might just take that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I could work with it. I like it. <laughs> now he's going to delete the recording and just take the idea. Sandals said, I'm always cold. I wish I had something to warm me up. Socks said, I'm tired of always getting wet in the rain. The splish splashy puddles are just too hard on my absorbance cotton material. Oh, man. Fa- fast forward. Fast forward to me as, as one of those obnoxious YouTubers with the big houses. Like, just... <laughs> Just pictures of socks and sandals all over the walls. I will say that this, you know, you're talking about uh, health wise and, you know, I'm real glad that you're doing better. And that was a, a bump in the road. I don't think we talked voice to voice since. I mean, there's obviously lots of text messages and yeah. well wishes there, uh, but no public uh declarations mm. and i'm glad you're doing all right but i definitely am uh, yeah. but i did want to say too for the the diet stuff i did you know again this is what works for me it's not a big thing obviously you check with doctors whatever but uh there's a, a guy who has a documentary that's out there now and another one actually coming out on new year's day documentary is called fat and the uh the second one coming out was fat too. And uh, his name is Vinny Torrich. He, he's on Twitter uh, and he has a whole like PDF. He does most of this stuff. It's all free. Uh, he has a PDF you can download. Like his biggest concern is about like getting people healthy in the right ways. And his big thing, essentially, if it, what it all boils down to is no sugar, no grain. And, Anytime I've adopted that, I felt so much better and I've lost a bunch of weight. Uh, and then when I go off of it, because my like, yeah, pasta is fun, then it just immediately comes back. So it's something to look into for anyone listening. I'm not putting it on you, but for looking for something, if you tried other things, you've tried, you know, the, the calorie counting and that kind of thing. Uh, and if you follow him on Twitter, he thwarts down almost everything that people say oh is this good for me it's like no that's not good for you because like right now there's a big thing it's like oh keto is the hotness and no sugar no grain is very similar to the ketogenic in a lot of ways but so many products out there are just slapping keto on it when they actually aren't and it's, it's, it's that's kind of what he's fighting against now is like no eat food <laughs> don't eat <laughs> You know, something that's like just processed and it has all this stuff in it that you don't know what it is. And there's so many different ways that sugar is labeled, but they say, oh, no, no sugar. But it's got other things that are actually are sugar and that your body recognizes as sugar, but it's not technically sugar. 
so they don't have to put it on the label. So, you know, he provides a lot of insights into that kind of thing. And he's been doing this for a very long time. And again, it's not like, oh, sign up for this and you get that. Like he has, you know, a website with a PDF that outlines everything for free because he wants people to be healthy. That's sounds like a, a good way to do it. I mean, it's, it's always one of those things with me. Like I'll see somebody like that, that I'll be interested in how they did something and, you know, like all into their methods and things like that. And then they get to the part. Oh, so if you want to do it, just pay me $5,500 and I'll tell you all my secrets. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll just continue eating like shit. It's fine. <laughs> That's free and delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it that that's like the one thing that that I could say uh to just like my I guess not my warning, but like you know just putting it out there cuz you know ever since this all happened, I'm I've always been like I've been more more of the mind to to spread my my uh, my knowledge i guess my <laughs> my story you know so others could hear it and then you know maybe maybe take something from it but uh yeah the the processed food is not good it's 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 bad it's real bad <laughs> it's it's uh you, you think it's bad you you something tells you i'm sure something tells you that it, it's not good for you but you really you really need to listen to that voice because it's not good for you <laughs> and it's it's one of those things that uh that i you know like i was told numerous times by by like every doctor that i saw uh it was like it was very very much clockwork I would, you know, be there. They'd say, "Hey, how you doing? Uh, you're, you're, Carl. You know, you're this guy. You're this age. Uh, you have colon cancer. Why? You're so young. Like, how does what is, how does this happen? Like, they're all like, you know, in shock. Like that, my age. I'm not old, but I'm not young. You know, I'm thirty-seven. You know, so I'm like, I'm up there, <laughs> I'm up there for us pretty much, you know, it feels like, but it's in, in terms of, uh, colon cancer, I, I guess I'm like very young for it. So it's, it's all comes down to, uh, whatever my diet is, you know, because it's not in my family at all from anywhere. Uh, you know, I checked, <laughs> I checked with, uh, with my parents and, you know, went through that line, you know, when I was trying to find answers to what's going on and there's nothing in my, my blood for, for that. So it basically came down to, uh, to the shit end of the stick <laughs> and, and my diet, you know, eating like crap. And it's <clears throat> something that we, we figured uh, it didn't help with <laughs> going back to the earlier conversation, the damn pandemic, uh, it, it was one of those things that messed us up because we were, we were doing okay. Like, you know, trying to maintain whatever with, with home, you know, cooking and stuff like that. But when then the pandemic hit and like things just started going like 
you know, crazy with schedules and, you know, everything, you know, just the days becoming blurs and all that. Like we found like this, this, uh, this, this rut, I guess, in, in eating, you know, to go food and, you know, just fast food and things like that. So it was just like a whole lot of like crap food. And like, I couldn't, tell you the last time i had a vegetable you know and during <laughs> during the freaking quarantine and stuff you know so it's like it was bad and that's that's something that that you know i could just say confidently just watch where you're eating and be mindful of of yourself and you know your body and all that and and when you know whenever you do it uh take a look at your poop because that helps that that that'll, <laughs> that'll that'll give you a good indication of things are okay. If I you mean, take nothing else away from this Christmas yes. show, dear listener, <laughs> <laughs> take away the message. Take a look at your poop. Yeah, yep, yeah. It, it, it's true. It, it, no, it is true though. It it helped me. I mean, it, if I didn't look, if I was the type to not look at my poop, uh, I'd have a problem that I didn't know about. You know. I, I would I would be uh, pretty messed up right now and I wouldn't even know. So look at your poop and then and, and be proud and stand there mm-hmm. and point at the toilet and say, I did that. That was me. <laughs> now, is that before I ask Jess to enter the room to look at the poop with, or do you, do you invite the wife in or do you not invite the wife in? <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> No, there, there's a few stories there, but uh, dealer's choice. <laughs> yeah, it, it just reminds me of uh of this one this one clip. I forgot what show it was. Uh, what is that that really popular uh British talk show? Uh, I forgot his name. He's like a talk show host that he uh he has all the like the famous people on there. <clears throat> uh, he was. He had Jimmy Carr? No, not Jimmy Carr. Uh, I know his name. I just can't think of it right now. Uh, basically, basically, he was, you know, he had these people on, and he was talking about uh, how it was this one guy, this one actor guy. He was saying that he he was at a restaurant, and he just had to go to the bathroom, and it was in a different country where they didn't speak English. And he didn't speak the language. So he was, he went to the bathroom and he had to go. So he, you know, he went and the toilet was not flushing. So he was, he was like stuck. Like he couldn't do anything. He couldn't flush the toilet and he felt bad. So he went to, you know, his waiter and he was like trying to explain to him and his waiter wasn't (laughs) understanding. He wasn't getting anything of what was going on. Like, you know, they, there's no language communication whatever so he was like getting frustrated he he told the waiter he was like follow me follow me and he (laughs) he took him to the bathroom and he took him to the stall and he pointed at the toilet and then he (laughs) he went to go flush it to show that it didn't flush and it flushed so (laughs) so he was like so he was like here i am in this country in this restaurant and this guy thinks that I am so proud of my shit that I took him to the bathroom to point it and, you know, share it with him that, you know, it went down the toilet. 
and it was <clears throat> it was like the most hilarious thing like you know the way the way he was telling the story it was great that is mortifying so, <laughs> so uh so yeah we're we're coming to a close here uh i think we're an over mm-hmm. an hour over beardy's bedtime which usually he screams at me for but i guess uh i guess with all it's the a guests, christmas spirit yeah so so uh so i guess uh we we covered what we're thankful for in 2020 uh basically basically i i just explained what i'm thankful for i'm thankful for uh being healthy and you know not having cancer because that's great to not have it and it's it, it's it was very terrible for for a while and it's still a very uh touchy subject with me it's still very hard to uh to communicate things uh, when it comes to that uh, it's still very difficult very very difficult to uh to to think and consider myself as a cancer survivor uh it's hard to to you know say it like that uh you know it's just one of those things that it's i got my head uh you know my head hung up on on that term with me i don't know uh it it's partly from the fact that it was you know just one of those things that i had it and then i went and i got a surgery a few weeks later and then i didn't have it and it's like uh you know i was i tell the wife about it and she's like you know you you had it you know that's you you had it and you don't have it so it's like you know you're you're a survivor and it's and for me you know i guess it's the fact that i didn't really have like to put up a big fight with it you know like others who do chemotherapy and things like that like there's so many other people out there that that have a very hard battle and they come out you know winning or they don't come out winning and it's just you know hard to to consider myself in that same boat you know but uh but but yeah that's that's what i'm thankful for and i'm thankful for for my family for being able to to be here for them uh you know to continue to be here for them and seeing them seeing them grow seeing them you know get older and and get more more wise ass like my young my oldest is and you know my more cuter like my youngest is you know and everything is it's very uh it's a very very nice thing to think about to to know that you know you'll be able to grow up and see your kids get older when a few weeks ago a few months ago it wasn't that case so thankful for that so screw you 2020 but uh but thank you for keeping me here (laughs) so if uh you guys want to anything you want to sign off with before we close it out i'm sure there's many people who stop listening because we're just well i'm just rambling now so (laughs) (laughs) it's it's that time is that time of that time of night where i'm just like oh yeah that's right i'm recording and i'm just talking to myself you know so (laughs) it wouldn't be a future monkeys episode without it yeah that's right and i think i can safely say we're all thankful for you being here as well sir 
we're happy to see you healthy. It's it's appreciated. I know I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of love from everybody, so it's all appreciated. Yeah, I mean you're the linchpin that keeps everything going. There wouldn't be a mm-hmm. a Discord or a, a home for all us refugees to hang out <laughs> and still keep in touch on if <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to use carrier pigeons or something. I, I think Drip might be able to, <laughs> to wrangle that for the rest of us. Probably not so much. Yeah. It, it's like that, that sucks too, because you know, it's like everything that the community has been through like it's like uh the asgardians in infinity war like and uh, exactly and, like the asgardians and, <laughs> and, and i mean it, there's a Venn diagram of those two communities that is just a circle <laughs> well you know it's like it's an old community you know we've been bounced around from podcast to podcast and you know it's like and now it's like we were you know living in new asgard you know it's listen all right we watch a lot of marvel stuff here so it's yeah and, it's y- like, and you uh, won't plink down a hundred dollars to keep that going i i get it oh it, it's man time. damn it <laughs> jesus christ all right <laughs> oh, no, our mommy and daddy fighting again. <laughs> oh, but mommy right, just being feisty. <laughs> she she hasn't had her night night juice yet. <laughs> but you see, that's that's what I was that's what I was like uh, like sad about because the other day, like uh, Rob Turbo was in the in the chat and we were talking about like you know easy mode unlocked and. And everything from there and the days before that, VGO and the community, like, chiming in from all their memories and everything. And and it's like, you know, the the podcast that brought the community together, uh, that went away. So we started Future Monkeys and we tried to, to keep it going. And then that, you know, got put out to pasture. <laughs> and... And, you know, I tried to, to keep something alive with a podcast, you know, and it's like, look at where we are. Uh, you know, the podcast is a year old and this is episode number seven and, you know, it's, it's just, you know, hard to try and keep things going. And, you know, at least the, the discord will always be something, I guess. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I think the community will last whether there's a podcast or not at this point yep that is and that is entirely thanks to you sir no not entirely you're the one keeping it together there's mm-hmm. many hands in this pot i'm just saying uh i would not be the one to keep it going <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for a second in command you need to keep on perusing <laughs> oh man, damn it, Beardy! <clears throat> All right, so I hey. guess we'll <laughs> well, we ain't here for a long time. We're just here for a good time. <laughs> well, I think we had a good time, so I yeah. appreciate mm-hmm. appreciate the talk, appreciate the the show, 
running out of fuel and uh and yeah so. like the asgardians yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so so i'm just i'm i'm not going to live that one down i guess it's fine it's fine we could we could be called asgardians that's okay I'm sure I'm sure everybody will understand. If you if they listen to this, they're going to be like, "You know what? That's that's right. That's true." I I, I can see that. All right. I'm going to bed. Good talking to you fellers. Yes it was. And to you as well, sir. Strip, thank you for joining and thank you for sure. staying up with thanks us. Thanks for eh, Thanks for letting me crash the party. Yep. See, if there's one yep. thing there's one thing I I always wanted to do a, a show a strip. So there you go. This is like our our little I show. We did. We've done a show a strip. No, we didn't. Yes, we strip. Have we? Yeah, you I know see? I've called in a bunch. Yeah, he's always called in or left a voicemail or something, and we never we never did a show together. Like he never came on the mic and was like, "Okay, let's do this." Like there was never a thing. Mm, that doesn't seem right to me. Monkey archivist, mm. prove me right. Or don't say anything at all. <laughs> I know I've done a couple GH one ones. <laughs> yep. Maybe yes. that. I. I. I yeah. yeah. I swear I've been on mic with you before. Mm. Possible. I have a very <clears throat> poor memory. Maybe or maybe just a very vivid dream. <laughs> this has now come to reality. <laughs> oh, man. Well, either way, it was good talking to you, or good talking to you again. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah, I know we we played Splatoon. That oh, I yeah. know. Oh, you guys Absolutely. want to talk about Splatoon? You want to talk about games though? No, 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 no. <laughs> I haven't played Splatoon in a while. Maybe we can squeeze one more gaming centric in. Post Christmas, before the site goes, uh, memories up. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think, I think this is going to be the last one. I mean, it's it's one of those things that, uh, like, before recording, I was like getting ready to come out here, and it's like, oh, you know, it it it's like you know when you when you know it's time, but you've been fighting it, and it's like you know maybe maybe it is time. I'm just gonna sell my mic and and call it a day, and that be that. Uh huh. Don't know how believe me. it. You, you believe it when me. I see it. You don't know me. Yeah. I'm from Asgard, bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. <laughs> Take care.